Yep, you already know what it is. It's the self-medicated podcast. I am your host, as always, the Wayfarer here with the captain of the igloo to take care of housekeeping. Um, as always, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at the self-med pod. Make sure you follow the YouTube page at the self-medicated podcast where you can get clips of the uh, weekly episodes there. Uh, make sure you subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this whether that's on Apple Music or Spotify or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Alexa, Luminary. <laughs> I don't think that's one. <laughs> but pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, oh, oh. Oh, you can find topic. this okay. um, at. Did you want to add something to that before uh, we get into the big announcement? Nah, we got to talk about that within the episode. We just got to take a note of that. All right, bet. About Luminary. Luminary. Got it. Um, so big announcement. Big, big, big news. We've been teasing this uh, for weeks now. <laughs> but um, I changed my hair color. <laughs> uh, big announcement. Big announcement. The self-medicated podcast has started a private practice. We now are on Patreon. Um, you can find us at on Patreon, patreon.com slash the self med pot. That's us. Um, we got a Patreon now. We got a whole, we got a, we got a community um, and we have some, some perks. So if you're a fan of the self medicated podcast, not the perks, but perks, perks with a K, yeah. not a C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta clarify because it's self medicated. Yeah, true. You don't want people hitting us up like, "Hey, man, how much you charging for this?" Damn, I should change. (laughs) I should. I should change the thing to perks. We're gonna change that to perks. Yeah, I'm actually gonna do that. It's a good play on words. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, so bars, (laughs) bars. I'm just saying, little bookie. Um, so yeah, man, Patreon, if you uh, are a fan of the self-medicated podcast, you want more content, you want more teens, you want to be even more involved with, uh, us and our community, um, then you got to sign up on the Patreon. So for, uh, $3 a month, you get your episodes a day early. So right now episodes come out every single week on Tuesdays on all of your platforms. Um, but if you become a self-medicated podcast intern for $3 a month, uh, then you get your episodes a day early. So you get your episodes on Monday instead of Tuesday. Um, if you sign up to be a, a resident, um, a self-medicated podcast resident for $10 a month, then not only do you get the episodes a day early, but you also get bonus clips of every single episode mm. on video too. Um, every single episode you'll get bonus clips. Um, and then the ultimate level of support, the ultimate, the ultimate, ultimate is attending physicians. <laughs> Niggas with money Yeah, yeah, the attending (laughs) physicians The attending physicians are Special, special, special folks The attending physicians um, It's $15 a month You get your episode a day early You get all your bonus clips You also get full episode video Every single week You get over-the-counter episodes as well So right now, if you sign up um, To be an attending physician You get we have seven, I think, over the counters that's public, but you get mm. three exclusive ones that no one has ever, ever heard before. You can only hear them if you're an attending physician. Also, the first five attending physicians will get a free self-medicated podcast T-shirt like the one I'm wearing right now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is. The, 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 the podcast has gone 
gone gone membership. <laughs> we we've gone, gone membership. membership. Yeah, man. So not I, I want y'all to sign up. Um, also, yeah. you could go on Patreon, and I'll still make the episodes available on Tuesdays on Patreon too. Mm. So you could just download the the episodes straight from Patreon or, or anything like that. But yeah, man, huge news! Super excited. Um, tell a friend. Y'all sign up. Join the private practice. Patreon.com slash the self med pod. Donation. Yeah. Donation. <laughs> We're gonna have we to run to that. Use. We're gonna run that every single yes. time I say the link. <laughs> Don't forget, patreon.com, the self-med pod. Yay, yay. Um, did you have anything you want to add to the, to the Patreon announcement? Nah, man, just come fuck with us. You know, I believe we have a Discord set up where we can get into some controversial topics or chop it up about different things and interests because we're both multifaceted individuals, and I'm pretty sure our listeners are as well. So Absolutely. might want to talk about financial things. Stock market. Mm-hmm. Crypto, Dogecoin. Yeah, exactly. Talk about, um, did you see that? Elon Musk just bought uh, Boston Electronics. Oh, the motherfuckers that keep putting the dog, up them robot dogs. dogs. Yeah, and now you can get that as an addition to your Tesla. The A 10 robot stacks. dog? Yeah, they were $75,000. Now you can get one for 10 stacks when you get your Tesla. Holy shit. Yeah, so I just saw that today. But yes. Nola's out of here. <laughs> the dog can carry kids upstairs and shit. Like, it help you stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, folds up and goes into the car. Can we make it a business expense? Hey, man, you the money manager. <laughs> we gotta, I want the self-medicated Mozzie, but we can do the self-medicated oh, yeah, uh, Tesla. <laughs> we need the a dog. nurse. Mm-hmm. We need a nurse. Nurse, <laughs> nurse Jackie. Um, um, Ooh, all right. Do that we could have be a... the female fans' names. Nurse Jackie's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was um, definitely about that like self-medication that. life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, all right. Do we have an organic shout out this week? I want to just shout out us, man. You yeah, know, so I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's a big deal, man. We've been doing this podcast for over a year, year and a half now. Almost. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm super excited to get more eyes and ears on the pod, get some support flowing. Um, you know, the more people that support the cooler shit that we can do. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, all of the money that y'all put into the Patreon is going right back into the podcast for cameras, yeah. for equipment, for Travels. lights, filters, tripod, like all of that shit. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the more people we get to support this, the doper we can make it um, and, and more accessible we can make it too. So make sure y'all go sign up patreon.com slash the self med pie. Get them donations and gifts going. Oh, You already know what it is. It's the Self-Medicated Podcast. I am your host, as always, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. And this is true, but they also call me Young Wastradamus, a.k.a. Mortgage Freeman, a.k.a. Foyt Mayweather. We're going to talk about Foyt, too, Uh a little bit. We're going to talk about him a little bit. Um, Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter. (laughs) 
AKA One Pop Poppy, AKA the Bottom Feeder, AKA the Black Kevin Sorbo, AKA Young Black Hercules, AKA the strongest nigga you know, AKA the light skinned Kevin Samuels. How you doing, man? Oh, uh, you I'm about to do my Kevin Samuels drop. Okay, I'm doing oh, you great, have one? brother. Yes, me. I'm doing the Kevin Samuels. Oh, I'm job. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Don't sorry. interrupt me when I'm, I'm sorry, talking, goddammit. <laughs> AKA the light skinned Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Get off my goddamn phone. <laughs> This is my said, show. You will not talk over me. <laughs> he said something uh, today. I saw the clip. He was like, "I don't know what the fuck you think this is." <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I but love um, it. shout out to Kevin Samuels. How's your How's your week been? What you been up to? I see you got your got your hair did. You know, yeah, I had to switch it up on him. You know what I'm saying? It's been good, man. It's been productive. Can't complain. I, I feel like I worked hard. I put my uh, I did about 75 hours of work this week, so nice. you know, good. Grinding. Yeah, yeah. So I feel good, man. Tired as fuck. I'm going to sleep good as hell tonight. Eat some good food. Um, no. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy, enjoy this weekend. How about you, man? How you been? I've been, um, I've been better this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week was kind of wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot of wild shit going on. Just personally, um, definitely feel a lot better this week. Um, <clears throat> you know, the Haitian sensation got her master's degree this week. Congratulations. Big, big deal. More degrees. She over here stacking degrees. Like you finally could support you so you could be a stay at home dad. That's the goal. It's amazing. That is the goal. That can't wait. We actually re up that conversation a few days. Ago. <laughs> that is the goal. That's what we're, that is what we're aiming for. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's dope. Obviously, we got the Patreon now, so that's super exciting. I, mm. I was uh, trying to put all of that together, doing research, attending like Patreon University, and mm. getting all of this game. So that's been that's been real. Um, work has been interesting. Um, yeah, work has been <laughs> work has been interesting. I'll leave that. Beginning there. along more with your coworkers. Yeah, good. And good. Um, also, I have uh, the bachelor party is coming up soon. True. So that's gonna be very, very, true, very, true. very lit. So expect some content from that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's gonna be exciting. You probably a lot of that is gonna be Patreon exclusive. Probably. Yeah, I hope niggas don't start drunk freestyling. I know rappers love the drunk freestyle. Dumb niggas might sober freestyle in front of your face. Just over just the bacon. Yeah, over the bacon. Like they these are rapping oh, ass niggas. Oh man. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah, see. A little bookie will be there, so don't you know what I'm saying? Little bookie. What? Is she coming? He. He. Little bookie? Little bookie. That's my rap name. Oh, that's your there. rap name? Yeah. <laughs> little bookie. You funny as Um <laughs> Before we get into these things, I had a uh, idea pop into my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to get your feedback on this. Mm-hmm. I was thinking because I think I've said on the podcast, or at least if you know me, you've heard me say that I don't need to live on my significant other if I get married or get in a super serious relationship. I don't need that. Right. I was thinking that living with your significant other is low key. I'm, I'm going to say ghetto, but we're going to switch it to trailer park. You know, because we don't want it to be. It's trailer park. Say more. So I was thinking, like, people that are rich have multiple homes. If you have multiple homes, you don't always need to sleep in that same home every day. Sleeping in the same home every day, that's what 
people that don't have money do because you have no other options. You don't have a bunch of different places or properties you can go to. And like, imagine it's fly to be like, yeah, honey, I'm going to the beach house in Malibu this weekend. I'll see you on Monday. Like, you can't really do that if you're living with someone because either you're going on vacation together or you just don't have that option to go to the beach house. Or you're like, I'm going to Miami for the weekend in a condo. You know, like, that seems fly to me. Living with someone all the time, 24-7, doesn't seem fly. I feel like that's living with someone is a poverty mindset. And I don't want to have that in my life. I'm about abundance, opulence, and wealth, and just, like, improving myself so I don't have to live a life like everyone else. But, you know, those are just my ambitions. But I was thinking, like, well, I want to live like that. That's poor people activities. Not to say that's a bad thing, but, like, you know. poor bad? For some people, it is. Some people down bad and poor. So, some and they want more. As fuck poor too. Exactly. <clears throat> it's my estate. I guess um, I understand what you're saying. And mm-hmm. if you were to frame that uh, that way for motivation, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that makes a lot of sense to me. But also, uh, and the only pushback that I would give in terms of that being a poverty mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and living together is because you could also do the same thing with like vacation homes, right? Or like um, a, a Airbnb. Or, you know what I mean? You can get away, right? <laughs> if you need to, I understand your concept of you can get away to something you own versus mm-hmm. going to a hotel. Hey, why would like I want to have to with an Airbnb? You gotta compete with other people to get certain dates. You gotta plan ahead to get the dates. The other thing I would say too, though, is. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that people own multiple homes for the express purpose of getting away from their significant other. (laughs) Usually people (laughs) have multiple homes out of convenience for work, right? Like, so if you're an actor, for example, you Uh might have a home in New York, California, and Atlanta. Right. Right. Just because that, those are the the Mm. hubs where you will be potentially working. And, Nine times out of ten, you're going to bring your family with you to that home when you're working, right? So you do have the option. Like, you, 1,000%, mm-hmm. you always have that option of being like, hey, uh, I'm going to the uh, Atlanta crib. I'll see y'all next week. Right. You do have that option, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think the utility that most people, like, own multiple homes for isn't a rich flex because they're trying to show that they're not poor. It's out of efficiency, really, to maintain their riches. You're taking your family to work with you? Depends on my type of work. Lots, How, of, lots of actors bring their family work, to set. Yeah. No, we talking about you, brother. Don't. You're talking about me? I'm talking about you. Would I bring my family to when work? When you travel for work, how often do you bring someone in your family with you? Maybe one in five. Mm, so 20%. That's, to me, that's a low percentage. That percentage would be higher if <clears throat> the nature of my job was different. Right, but it's not. So we're going to talk about the reality of the situation, all right? <laughs> not hypotheticals. So, <laughs> but that's only oh, multiple properties is a hypothetical. The whole premise is a hypothetical. Yeah. So why we can't talk about hypotheticals? <laughs> Okay, if you want to, but like we were talking about you in particular. 
but yeah, like I, I would definitely have like the Haitian sensation come with me to a, on a business trip. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent, yeah. Yeah, a business trip once out of five times. Got gotcha. you. Depends on the location. Depends on if she's free. Like, mm-hmm. we'll get back into hypotheticals. Would you just like, let's say, you travel to Houston a lot for business? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you just like to have a condo that you kind of made your own, where you don't have to constantly check in the hotel? Got to be out at a certain time. You got to If it's Houston, 1,000%. Right, 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 right. 1,000%. So you live in abundance mindset, brother. That's all I wanted to say. You yeah, know. no, I 1,000% I, I, I agree with you in terms of living in abundance mindsets. But mm-hmm. just the practicality of rich people owning multiple homes, mm-hmm. I don't think is that. I think it's more for efficiency and well, so I do. I used family. to work with one individual that had multiple homes like that. Just in, in Illinois, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, he had a home in Winneka, a home, a house in Winneka, a condo in Evanston, and a condo in within the city downtown Chicago. His wife would always, because she was he was about seventy, and his wife was about forty. His wife would always go to Chicago condo to hang out and enjoy her time in the city. Didn't have to worry about coming all the way back to the suburbs and Winneka to go home. Right. Also, fucking other dudes. No. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, like, here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that is a see, I, I've seen things like that. I was like, okay, that's beneficial. Right. Like, sometimes you need that time away to cheat or to just like <laughs> clear your mind. I think that's another thing people kind of miss out on when they live with other people cheating, the cl- being able to clear your mind. Uh, by cheating. I mean, how, that's, if that's how you clear your mind, brother, ain't got nothing to do with me. No, no. <laughs> you really seem adamant about that, brother. <laughs> I thought that was the point you were making. Nah, nah, nah. Because <laughs> black men don't cheat. So exactly. I don't, I don't so I, I was just confused by those words in the first place. I don't even know how you spell cheating. <laughs> I always make sure I study for my test, never looked on anybody else's. I don't even cheat on that sense. So, um, yeah, I just, I feel like when you don't live with someone, you get a greater appreciation of when you do see them. Because I'm assuming, like, you probably went on some trips, maybe for a few days or a weekend or whatever, by yourself, chilling, doing your thing, running around, probably super busy. When you come back, you're probably like, oh, I'm glad to see my significant other. We had some time away. We miss each other now. I don't like that look you gave me. It's I would camera. have to, <laughs> the pushback I have to give is because, my significant other is the type of person who likes to talk as things happen. What you mean? Like while you oh, while you're working, you're constantly in communication. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is as things happen, she likes to communicate them. So there is no really long term time during the day where she's not updating me on what's going on with her. Uh so even if you're away Exactly. Mm. It doesn't really. That sounds abusive. Change. It is sometimes. Like um, earlier yesterday, I was um, I was trying to listen to music on the way to her graduation. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. and she was driving from the makeup appointment, and she told like a five minute story about the makeup appointment, but then had nothing else to say. She just went to sit on the phone together. I was trying to do research for the pod and listen to some music. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm, that's. That's what I'm saying. 
to me, that's that's a bit of the catch twenty two when I deal with women, where like they want to spend more time with you because they enjoy having you around. Yes. At the same time, for me, the more time I spend with you, I'm like, I need a break to exactly. kind of be in my own thoughts and kind of like think about other things, not necessarily always constantly focus on what we're doing in the moment. Yeah, I think most men can relate to that. I think the interesting thing is how do we communicate that to people without them getting mad? Yeah, it <laughs> sounds... Because they take I, it personal all the time. I think it's because we're just built differently or just view relationships differently. Yeah. It's hard to kind of explain it to somebody that don't, doesn't have those feelings. Right. Like, where I don't have the feeling like, oh, the more I see you, the more I... I'm like, oh, my God, let me... I need a, let a me breather. Yes. That's what it's really about. Yes. Not only is it the breather and, like, because we're the same way mm-hmm. and like we like to insulate mm-hmm. so then we can come outside right like mm-hmm. to have some feel like we're contributing something to outside like exactly. i don't want to just be a dry ass mm-hmm. prune out in these streets like i want to be an interesting exciting enjoyable person to be around and have conversations you gotta with. like so live life to, in order to come back and be able to talk about something exactly man. exactly and it's the same with your significant other the deepest conversations i have are with my significant other also the most mm-hmm. lightest basic conversations <laughs> ever with them too. So mm-hmm. like if you're not careful to balance those out and like create some space where you have things of substance to talk about and discuss, yeah, then it becomes kind of weird. <laughs> kind of weird. I got, I got another one more relationship question. For, for sure. This low key Shit, relationship I'm the podcast. Carmel skin Kevin Sanders today. <laughs> Do you think your significant other should be your best friend? Um, I'm not into the word should. Um, I honestly because I think there's that's not like a Bill Clinton answer. Let me yeah, see where no, you're going not, with this. What does is mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I don't believe. Like, I I hate using the word should, especially in reference to what people are doing uh-huh. or should be doing, because there's so. Do you many feel variables. that your significant other? Is my best friend? Yeah. Yes. That's trash. Why is that? <coughs> um. Why is she my best friend? She is my best friend because the nature of our relationship, mm-hmm. um, the way we support each other, the way we help each other, the way we're there for each other, the way we're able to give advice to each other. Um, yeah. Okay. That's, that's why. <laughs> okay. I wasn't young. I know. I know you're tired. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this nigga here. <clears throat> okay. Fair enough. Um, she's your best friend or a good friend? Uh, I would say at this point, she's my best friend. Okay. It wasn't always that way. I feel you. She worked up to that status. She earned it. I personally don't think your significant other should ever be your best friend. I think they should be a good friend, but not the best friend. I think uh, majority of situations, I think I agree with you. Okay. Why do you say that, though? I say that because I feel like a lot of times when people are in relationships, uh, it's hard for them to look outside of the relationship. Now, usually when someone's your best friend, that's usually your confidant. 
you know, the person you're going to talk to the most to get advice or to seek um, guidance or <clears throat> just to kind of get things off your chest. If you're having relationships issues and your person you're with is your best friend, it's kind of hard to see outside of that. And it's you really don't have anyone to talk to if that's the person you usually talk to about your problems because they might be the problem or they're dealing with the problem with you. So I think it's important to have an outsider be your best friend because, one, sometimes you just need to get away and talk to somebody that is not a therapist but just somebody you want to – you can't, like, get drinks and chill with your therapist. That is unethical. (laughs) So you need someone to kind of, you know, blow steam off with, you know. So for me personally, I think – I don't think anyone I'm dating will ever be my best friend in that sense. They'll be a good friend, but not my best friend. I think um, <clears throat> what's interesting about this is it's, what I find interesting and have been kind of exploring in my own head is um, obviously because I'm about to get married. But mm-hmm. the, the concept of relationships um, and like. I guess marriage or long-term whatever Mm -hmm. uh, versus love. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think what a lot of people do is they end up in relationships because of love. And I think that's a mistake. Mm. You can't just get in a relationship because you love somebody that, Mm -hmm. that doesn't work. (laughs) The love you have for somebody um. <clears throat> so if you were to get into a relationship, the love that you have for somebody um, <clears throat> should be enough to help you, uh, I guess, center yourself in working through what it takes to be in a relationship with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So the love that you have for them <clears throat> is not enough to create the relationship. The love you have for them is like your armor. <laughs> to be in a relationship with them because it's going to be some bullshit, mm. right? Like, it's going to be some hard things going mm-hmm. on. And what keeps you there and what keeps you working through it is the love. Gotcha. So, in the situation that you're talking about, if um, <clears throat> I, I, that's why I said for most situations, I agree with you, but right. if you're in a relationship with someone where the, the, uh, I guess the love that y'all have for each other mm-hmm. is secondary to maintaining and building a relationship. Yeah. Then I think you have an opportunity to get like objective information from that person who mm-hmm. could simultaneously hold those yeah. positions. If that makes good sense. luck it's with weird. that, I feel like I'm in one of those <coughs> rare situations because yeah, I mean we just do <laughs> differently, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, I do think that that's rare. And for most people, I agree with you. Like you cannot. Especially if you have significant problems with that person, mm-hmm. who are you going to talk to it about? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, and if you're not in a situation where um, you're in a relationship for for building and you're just in love, then you're, there's no way you could think you're going to get objective information from that person. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you believe that? <laughs> do you do you think you can marry someone you're not in love with? Absolutely. Okay. I think the marriage thing is a is the contract part. That's why I'm the separation of the the love thing mm-hmm. because yeah, you could get married. I could get married to someone that I'm not in love with for sure. Yeah. Well, 
are there any circumstances why when or why you would do that? Yeah, say for <coughs> example, all right, perfect example. Let's say <clears throat> the richest foundation in the world. Mm. Let's say the two richest people that we know segway, 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 segway. heard of, let's say they break up. Let's mm-hmm. say they're billionaires and they break up, mm-hmm. right? And let's say the woman I'm, I'm, who got out of that marriage mm-hmm. is now on the market. Mm-hmm. I don't let her, mm. but I'd marry her. <laughs> I would 1,000%. So I'm talking about Bill and Melinda Gates, right. obviously. They got divorced, <clears throat> billions of dollars everywhere. Um, I think a lot of people would marry Melinda Gates. I wouldn't marry an old rich woman. Are you serious? You would not? Nah. Why? Because I can't pull a, a Kevin Federline on her. You don't You don't have to. I want to. No. I got you. So that's a different situation. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be with a rich woman forever. You don't have to be with 15, her 20 years. 15 years for <clears throat> all them billions, bro? You're not Have you that? ever seen Grey Vagina Hairs? Grey Vagina Hairs? Mm-hmm. No. What's that? A new podcast title. But <laughs> Grey Vagina oh, Hairs. Grey <laughs> have you seen those? That's what yes, I have seen bro. a gray vagina here. Yes. Mm. It, like, oh yeah, I forgot you like granny porn. <laughs> My bad. This whole conversation's moot. How did I think about it? <laughs> this nigga's like, this, I'm getting the best of both worlds. <laughs> but no, I personally couldn't because I feel like. Imagine if she lets you smash other people. Let's me. Imagine if I let her get smashed. By you. <laughs> what? No, what if she don't care about mm-hmm. sex? Like, that's not the thing. Just only, I could, that's the only way I could fuck with an older woman at that age. Let's like in her 60s or whatever, how old she is. 50s, 60s. Is if we're just like spending time and I can learn from her and we can learn from each other. But it couldn't be like sexual. It could be a, a, it could be a platonic thing where we just do some rich people shit. You know, in our multiple homes. Can you have a platonic marriage? Absolutely, I could. Hmm. Platonic marriage. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Especially if dope. the... Yeah, if the... I think <laughs> dope shit. It's funny because I was, saw, I was uh, watching a clip from Kevin Samuels earlier in the Who week. Who else would have been watching a clip? And he, put, he put an internet clip of, like, these two women marrying each other platonically. Yeah. Yeah, because they couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, no, nah, that, I mean, yeah, I, I, I could see it. Like, especially, Makes like, sense. I've heard friends make packs where, like, if I'm not married or have kids at this age, 35, we're just going to get together and have a kid, and I think it would be dope parents, you know? I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's super modern. Very modern. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, how, how do you feel about Bill and Melinda Gates getting divorced? After 27 years, I think you got some more angles mm-hmm. to this story. Mm-hmm. But all I heard was um, Bill and Melinda Gates got divorced after 27 years of marriage, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the next thing that I heard was that Bill made a significant withdrawal of money or transfer of money to Melinda mm. on the same day of the announcement of the divorce. Yeah, I read that they have been... they've been like on that divorce path for a while at this point okay they were just now making an announcement for other people the family is known and apparently from what i read the rest of the family was upset at bill gates i'm not sure exactly why those details haven't came out but then 
<clears throat> later on in the week, I saw something saying that got some young hussy pregnant. For, she's not even young. <laughs> Bill Gates is messing with another woman who he would go on vacation with without his family, without his wife, spend time with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the reason why the breakup is happening or what, but it just came out that Bill Gates had a side piece. I mean, if the divorce has been for, uh, I guess, impending for a while. Like months and not years. Oh. But he's been dating this woman for years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we ain't in their bedroom. We don't know where Melinda or in the bill. Yeah. Um, I understand how that helps the story. Yeah, it's just funny because you don't. Also, who the fuck I don't think anybody thinks about Bill Gates sexually. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So it's kind of funny to hear he was getting it in like that, you know. <laughs> that is that is interesting. I mean, when you're rich, you can get anybody you want. But like Bill Gates would be the person getting it in with another average, plain looking white woman and not an Instagram baddie. Yeah, he's a super <laughs> nerd. He is a super nerd. Any other millionaire or billionaire would be yeah. also shit like that. Yeah, like them definitely. Saudis is not dealing with no average white woman. They are <laughs> getting not the baddest IG models. Definitely. What do you think? Um, but I mean, if you're Melinda Gates at this point, okay. I, what is your incentive for divorcing Bill at this point? If Honestly, you're Melinda Gates, to me, unless Bill wanted it, we don't. I don't think we know that part yet. But since the family's upset of him, at him, that might be the case. Hmm. Maybe he just got on Instagram and was like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> wait a he minute." Was like, Whoa! <laughs> Dead, <man. laughs> Saw a little baby video or Drake video or something. He was like, "This is that is true." They don't keep they don't keep technology in the house. Like right. he's still using a Windows phone. I'm pretty right. sure they <laughs> right. They got Instagram, Instagram on, there. on the Windows phone. Fucked around got an iPhone. Saw some titties <laughs> in HD and was like, "Oh, Melinda, like, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go." Um. <clears throat> Would you say who whose divorce is uh, more shocking, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates? And why do these rich ass niggas keep getting divorced? Is it because they have options? Absolutely. Um, I would say Bill Gates is more shocking because I feel like Jeff Bezos, the type of individual that always wants more, always wants to improve, always wants to do better. So why wouldn't he not also do that in his romantic life as well? You know what I'm saying? He seems like that type of individual that would upgrade women. He still, you know, fucked with this girl, but he was like, shit, I was selling these books in my garage. Right, right, right. <laughs> now I'm taking over the world. I, right. What other things can I take over, you know what I'm saying? What other kind of women can I have in my life? I just get more of a, like, <clears throat> a Playboy vibe from Jeff Bezos more so than Bill Gates. That's real. Bill Gates just seems like the type of guy who's just happy to be in the basement playing computer games or some shit, you know? I wonder what it is. You know, they always talk about how money can't buy happiness, mm-hmm. which I go back and forth on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but for somebody like a Bill and Melinda Gates who literally, like, they're one of the biggest funders for my job. Really? It was, yeah, it was it was a certain point a couple years ago when Whitney was doing a summer program mm-hmm. that like literally almost 
all of the income from our house was from the Gates Foundation. That's crazy. <laughs> like that's your homie. Much, yeah, like Fuck Bill was him. paying my bills for a minute. <laughs> like that was a real thing. It was like a whole summer where that was the case. Because I broke down. There's gonna and be a lot at, of Instagram baddies saying that same statement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was, it was, <laughs> it was weird. These are bills. these are rich, rich, philanthropic, change the world, mm. like type people, mm. and so. When you have 27 years built up with somebody, I don't know if they're best friends or not, right? But you have yeah. 27 years of doing that alone, of changing the world part. Fuck, mm. fuck how y'all feel about each Which other, Which I think right? they're like, still going to be working together, but they just won't be married. So, But that's, what I, I guess understand. my question, that's that's what's weird. If you still going to, why? What's the point of the divorce? If you're still going to work together, you're still going to do all of these things, mm. you're... Even if y'all have fallen out of love, your relationship is more divine, defined by your foundation anyway. Yeah. Right? So, like, what's the point of getting divorced if you're going to continue working together? I that, mean, I see the benefit sense. for Bill. Oh, I don't obviously. see it for his wife. Me either. That's that's my point. So, that's why you're saying it might have been Bill's idea. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I feel like as a rich, older woman, your options are very limited in the dating pool. You're not gonna find, probably not gonna find someone your age that as rich as you or richer. So you significantly yeah. decrease your dating pool if that's the case. Whereas a billionaire man who doesn't care how much he's someone he's dating is making money, right? He's gonna have all the options in the world. Do whatever he wants. Yes, sir. <laughs> so like, it's diff- different extremes. I, maybe Belinda's gate. Gates is cool with that because Jeff Bezos' wife seen it. She got her a teacher and she seems happy. And that seems going well. Right. So For you now. never know. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll hmm. see. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Bill and Melinda Gates. Um, shout out to y'all. I've seen a bunch of people on social media sliding in both of their inboxes. <laughs> like, I don't even think they have social media, but they be sliding in their inboxes and shit. Some of the shots have been. Absolutely hilarious. There was the, um, you know, every time something happened, they put up the f- the future meme. Um, you, I, I'm going to post it on the self-made pod Instagram, but the, mm-hmm. f- the f- future is like talking about Bill and Melinda getting divorced and something about word. <laughs> like my, my heart, my stone, uh, what is it? My, 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 my heart of stone has gone Microsoft. Some shit. Like, <laughs> so, his grown yeah. Microsoft, <laughs> something, something like that. <laughs> Super hilarious. Let's talk about um, some other ending relationships. Your boy Champagne Poppy has been out here Sniper. with no remorse, no remorse, mm. sniping, taking out damn near decade long relationships mm, mm, mm. on some on some shit, on some shit. As a matter of fact, you know what? My song of the week actually could be from the perspective of who in the story of the fitness dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, tell us what tell us what Drizzy did, man. First of all, where's the fucking album? What are, what are we waiting for? <laughs> We're not, we might not ever get the album at this rate. All I see him is like this. Yeah, all I see him doing is posting pictures of him hanging out with man's them. And pictures of his videos of his son playing basketball. But um, apparently there's this um, singer named Naomi Sharon. Mm-hmm. 
Check out our Instagram. Thank me later. And Naomi Sharon, who, uh, from my understanding, was either going to sign with OVO, is sign with OVO, but she was going to record some music with Drake. So Drake flew her and her boyfriend out <clears throat> to come make some music. Not the boyfriend, but for her to come make some music. So what the alleged rumor is, is, you know, the boyfriend was, like, super hyped for his girlfriend. You know, she's making this making way in her career, and he was there to support her, you know. So I guess he had the opportunity to work out with Drake. And so, you know, the guy was super happy to work out with Drake. Drake's a superstar. Mm -hmm. That's something unique you can do with a celebrity most people can't say they did. You know? Also, if he's a fitness trainer himself, having that clout with yeah. working yeah. out with Drake was probably exactly. great for business. Like, yeah, like, that's kind of dope. I would want to work out with The Rock if I had the opportunity right. or some shit. That would be dope. So, apparently, you know, they had a good workout in. The guy's posting pictures of him together with Drake working out and videos and shit. So, apparently, later that night, Drake went to the studio with Miss Naomi, and they ended up having sex. Drake smashed. And I guess when the boyfriend found out, the boyfriend of eight years found out, he was extremely upset, and he went to the internet to tell people about these things to kind of say what ha what went down, and Drake ruined the relationship. And I don't know if this is a coincidence or this is on purpose, but I feel like Drake plays chess, so it probably wasn't a coincidence, but Drake posted some pictures of himself, and the caption was, no remorse. Mm -hmm. So now you take that how you want to take it, but yeah, don't leave your girls right. around Drake. True play for real. <laughs> so my thing is there's a few different things to dissect here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Number one, and just because we live in the internet age and just 2021, is there any chance that this is a rollout for either Drake, for Naomi, or mm. for the fitness dude? That is the worst rollout ever for the fitness dude being a cuck. So I'm assuming it could be for Drake, certified lover boy. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know how that rolled out. I would be curious how they would flip that. Okay, so if it was a rollout and Buddy never smashed, but you had to play mm. the role as the cuck to help get your girl on. Mm, definitely not doing that. Not doing it? Fuck it's the girl's dreams? Your career. I don't need to be involved <laughs> in this shit. So, wait, how you go? How you supposed to support her, though? How you go Kevin Federline if you're not supportive? This is Hollywood. Get a fake boyfriend. Well, it's a fake smash. You ain't really smash. They don't. They didn't really smash. It's just literally a story for the internet. They never really smash. You <clears> just have to pretend like they did. As, as a young, wise Haitian woman once told me, that shit is on the internet now. I believe that shit. So <laughs> you're never going to get stripped of that title. You, know you don't think saying? it's going to be no women trying to throw no pity pussy at them? Nah, because they they gonna be like mm, I'm straight. <laughs> they gonna like, think I think he's more likely to get some women Drake? and be like, I will sleep with Drake. <laughs> How can I get connected to Drake? That's what I'm saying. You don't <laughs> think they would try to get to Drake through him? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. How do you feel about Naomi in this situation? If this situation happened, uh, huh? To be honest, I'm feel like this is a pattern I've seen with Drake because mm. I'm pretty sure Drake. Tried to do this to, um, uh, what's her name? Georgia Smith. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it was like Lady London. I think Drake was trying to holler at one point. Uh, it's, it's like a slew of 
Slew. Like J Lo, you know what I'm saying? It's like a slew of women where Drake has either seen dumb music with or alleged to be in a relationship with based off of some music. So like this is a continuing pattern. So wait, is Drake is Drake is does he need a nasty award? He definitely needs a nasty award. <laughs> like, but I'm saying like um like a cancel like does he need to be canceled uh, for leveraging <coughs> his, his celebrity and his fame to Sleep with these ambitious women? See, that's the thing that's tricky, though. I don't know if he's doing it because he's nasty or he's doing it because he's Drake. And by, Do they I, have to be different? Yeah, there's a difference, right? So, like, these women might be offering that to him as an option because he's Drake. Mm. Not because he's like, yeah, if you want to get signed, you got to do this and this and this. Right. It might be like, I want to get signed. So I want to do this, this, and this to incentivize you to sign me. Right. Whereas I feel like because Drake's not a Harvey Weinstein, he's not a, like a old, out of shape, right. old white man that nobody desires. Top artist, you know, in shape. I feel like you got a little bit more leverage. In these type of situations. So I don't want to put that out on them just yet. But, like, I see the pattern. That's all I'll say. Yeah, it is definitely a pattern. Mm -hmm. At this point, yeah, no. (laughs) Eight years is a long time to have to find out your bitch ain't shit, bro. Mm. Eight years. That's a long. And to just be that supportive. Like, fam, you think they ain't had no conversations? You know what I mean? Or mm. or he ain't have no conversation with his best friend mm. <laughs> about mm. being insecure about this shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And the other thing is, I can't remember if we talked about this, but I think it was a master move by Drake mm-hmm. to bring the boyfriend to. Mm. Yeah. Because that move allowed Naomi and Drake to be in the studio alone together that night. Mm-hmm. Drake's a great guy. We got to work exactly. out. Oh, yeah, we was working out early. No, like, man, go ahead. You know, go ahead. Let me know when you're on the way the home. Best protein shake? Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's now, that would be protein crazy. shakes. <laughs> that would be crazy. Loving the crew. <laughs> Loving the crew. Oh, you oh, thought man. she was excluded from right, this? Right, right, I didn't fly Every, both of y'all out for no reason. Both of y'all finna give me some. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> But, like, that was a genius move by Drake to bring mm-hmm. the boyfriend out. And that's Absolutely. ultimate Dirty Mac too. Like, listen, I'm going to go. It's Drake. He knew what he was doing when he let him take them pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, you could very easily just say, you know what I mean? Like, Naomi was like, it's Drake. He does. This is all business. He can get any woman he wants. Why would he come exactly. on? Come on. Um, <laughs> okay, so we've talked about. No, we haven't talked about Naomi yet. You still haven't said how you feel about you said how you feel about no, Drake. Yes, you said yes. how you feel about Buddy. Mm-hmm. How you feel about Naomi? Man, I, I feel like this is the consequence of dating an ambitious woman. She has options. Not that, but like <laughs> all women have options. That's true. That's true. Even the most undesirable woman still has options. However you view undesirable is up to you. That could be looks Mm -hmm. or personality or both. But like, yeah, I mean, that's just the cost of doing business with a person that's that ambitious. Um, If you're you're the fitness trainer, do you get back with her? 
To be honest, I pussy probably fire too. She could sing. She, she what were those sounds? That sneeze. Oh, bless you. She could sing. Pussy probably fire. I guess like eight years. If Do anyone, if your girl was to cheat on anyone, I'd rather it be one of the world's probably most desirable man compared to like a nigga that work at Seven Eleven. I would be more insulted at. The person the I guess worked at the Seven Eleven. I figured like that. you couldn't do better than that. Like, you, <laughs> you cheating down. At least if you cheating up, that would make you. Some... That's the type of shit that would make a dude insecure. It's like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. That you find this nigga? It's like if no, I slept with Rihanna, I would hope my girl would be understanding. So I guess I have yet. to keep that same energy, and you know. But you'll never trust her again around Drake. What if they, they just had to get it out of their system? Like, it was just a mm. lot. Maybe that's where mm. a lot of the fire music came from, is that sexual tension. Mm. And Actually, you you made a great point. It depends on how good the music is, if I'm going to take her back. Mm. If she go, if she get a number one album out of getting fucked by Drake in oh, the studio, I, I baby, I'm like, I'm with yeah. the Grammys yeah. with you. If the music is <laughs> whack and she never puts out the album. Bitch, get out. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good point. I'm yeah, you might be front row at the, the Grammys. Music can always win. Sitting on with Drake in the middle. <laughs> Drake's in the middle. I'm on Drake's side and my girl's on that's his wild. other side. That's wild. <laughs> oh man, no. Nah. Yeah, that is kind of wild. My thing is uh, I think that the only person somehow who had who comes out in this situation um the cleanest mm-hmm. is Naomi. You think so? One thousand percent. Break that down. For Who's me, gonna please. blame Naomi for fucking Drake? Her significant other. It's one person. <laughs> How many people are gonna be mad at Drake for breaking up an eight year relationship? A few people. I, I feel like <laughs> more than one. <laughs> Who's uh, gonna be mad at Buddy Ass for losing his girl? Yeah. A lot of niggas. I feel <laughs> like she's um, the cleanest here. Depending on you what one person <laughs> that yeah, yeah, I depend. I felt like depending on what else comes out as, as far as the story, Drake can come out the cleanest person in the situation. Like, say we find out that the boyfriend wasn't shit and he was a serial cheater or was abusive or some shit, then Drake comes out on top and the good guy. Because now we're like. Well, oh, not, she shouldn't have been in that relationship in the first place. He not did a good if he's thing. abusive and him finding out about that. Got her into an abusive situation. He's still gonna be the bad guy, though. I mean, he still would. But like, they might Drake be like Drake is the catalyst for the good them. guy, though, mm-hmm. right? And that's yeah. without that, he kind of looks like the good guy. By like, mm-hmm. oh shit, you know what I mean? Like by mm-hmm. by by breaking that up or giving her the excuse or mm-hmm. the confidence to leave, mm-hmm. right? Like that situation, he would be the good guy. But if doing that got her mm-hmm. fucked up by him, then. Not necessarily the bad guy, but still yeah. not the good guy. You'll definitely have some bars about that. Oh yeah, I can't wait for this album. <laughs> he has to redo some songs now, right? Like he has to change some bars or, or, or make a new song or something. Something's coming out. Something's coming out. Can he? Does he still get to have her as an artist? Ooh. Hmm. Can they do like press runs together? 
I, mean, I, COVID, I think so I historically know. speaking, because I can't think of any woman signed to OVO at the moment. Oh, I was about to make it. I know. I know <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm not, not going to say it. Protect the political connects. Got to connect. Protect, protect, protect <coughs> but, uh, your neck. Protect your neck. <laughs> Maybe on Patreon. So I, f- so I feel like I just never seen Drake has had a successful continuing career with any woman artist. I'm assuming that it's not going to work. Hmm. Do you think he needs to stop dating women in the industry? Hmm. That's tough do you to think do. Drake is looking for love, or is he looking for uh, niggas bitches to fuck? <laughs> like what, what is? Hold on. So what is that song? What's what was the last single? I decided uh, it was the uh, lemon pepper freestyle. We'll see what's about to happen next. Is that the one with little baby? No. Are you? It's that's what that, you're saying. It's on that three piece. I think. Okay, that's the one without the feature. Right. <clears throat> Nobody talks about what he said. Mm. There's a part in the song where he's uh, the first verse. I think he says, um, I got one Virgil got the other. That's the only two. Right. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. He ran that line back in the second verse. Did you hear what he said? No, I'll break it down one brother. I got one. Lori got one. <laughs> Those mm. are the only two. How many Lori's we all know? Mm. One. Lori Ooh. Harvey. What if Lori Harvey? Lori Harvey is with Michael Chido. B. Jordan. That's what wow. I'm saying. This shit, like you said, wow. he's consistent with this shit. Conspiracy theories. He's trying to fuck niggas bitches. That's what he does. <laughs> kind of what he boy. does. This is a certified lover boy promo. Man. <laughs> I'm be a home wrecker. What's funny is I... I don't think anybody caught that. Mm. If you go back and listen yeah, to that song, the second verse is, I got, what is, what is it? I got one, Lori got the other, that's the only two. Yeah. Bitch, why do you and Lori have two of twos? And why are you talking about it while she's with Michael B. Jordan? Mm. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? No, he wasn't in that picture when it was all the British people. Yes, he was. was he was, wasn't yes, he? Yes, that's yeah. my point. One of Michael B. Jordan. Dempson better some... keep his bitch far away from <laughs> Drake. I wonder if they had some words about that. I'm like, oh, what you mean by that? That is one thing that would be interesting about like dating a, a, a famous woman is like the lyrics that come out about her. Hey, what, what, what they meant? What's, what's right. They mean? Was this well, art? Just, is just, this art imitating life or life know, imitating yeah. art right just, now? It's <laughs> hard about me. I don't know. Yeah, that would be hard, man. <laughs> that would be very, 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 very yeah. hard. Um, <laughs> sheesh. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Yeah, that nigga Drake boy. He's a different mm-hmm. animal. He's a different nigga. Um, all right, so Drake is out here in the relationships. Um. F- Oh, the most oh, disappointing thing of the week. Most disappointing thing of the week. That should be a new segment. Fucking the release from TDE. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's a bad song, but it's just disappointing because it's not one of the stars on TDE that we thought was going to drop. Yeah, we could have, like, they could have dropped. The, I feel like it would have got the same reception if they did no announcement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, would have got a better reception, I feel like. Probably a better reception because it would have yeah. been a surprise and people wouldn't have been as hyped mm-hmm. up and ready for mm-hmm. it. Kendrick. And like, 
Because <laughs> also, to me, if it wasn't Kendrick or SZA, I wasn't gonna give a fuck anyway. Yeah, I, I would have given a fuck if a schoolboy at least. But also, I f- that's what was, also what I was gonna say. I feel like I was expecting a project, not a single. Same. Same. So that kind of upset me. This also means that because they're rolling out Isaiah Rashad, the next TDE artist to drop is about two, three years out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that's why I'm mad. I feel like they, they had a point out. where like everybody dropped the album damn near in one year. When? When like it was just the three of three to four of them, where it was like J Rock, Kendrick, Absol, and um Schoolboy. I wanna say in like a one year period between 2011 and 2012, damn near all of them dropped something. But that was the OTD before everybody became superstars. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. How to Pimp a Butterfly. That's a long time nah, ago. Nah, it was before that. When was that TDE tour? I said 2011, 2012. The oh. TDE tour was 2017. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm talking like early on. Like yeah, everybody's yeah, on their yeah, first yeah. two, three albums. I could see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very disappointed in that. I may have been more disappointed in the failed promo attempt of this <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and uh, was that failed? One of the one of the Pauls. I don't know which one. Um, I thought it was failed because it seemed so fucking fake. Like <laughs> even. Even Floyd's like, reaction after, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. It seems so like, I, like fam, y'all. See, I feel head. like because you have hair on your head, it seemed fake to you. Oh, you're saying it was hurt? Like he was? He was really upset about the, yeah. He was embarrassed. Yeah, he was looking wild out there. Because like, if you don't, oh. if you you know, say so you got the hair trans- transplant, you you know, you halfway looking good. <laughs> If he knew what was going to happen, he would have had a haircut. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's why he was irate. Because his shit was not cut and it was looking and it was wild. wild. Which is probably why he, he would have had in the first place. Probably had to, if they had usually the, bald, right? Yeah, but he got the hair transplant, so yeah. Uh, like I feel like if they off. got the aerial shot, he would have had the Tory Lanez where like, the oh, roof looked like yeah, it was peeled yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I think he was mad. So you think he was legitimately mad? You don't think? He I was... think that is one of the top reasons you can get a bald man to fight with you or somebody that's bald. Take the hat off. Mm-hmm. And that what Ply said when he got arrested at the airport? Please, what? Just don't take my hat off. Like, <laughs> See, I, <laughs> just don't take my hat off. Paparazzi <laughs> out here, they watching. You can take my shit off uh-huh. and get to the station. Like, don't mm-hmm. do that shit to me right here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> that's funny. Are you excited about this fight at all? Nah, I'm I'm gonna be there for the clips though. I would definitely wouldn't pay for this. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe we should it, go somewhere. It's funny because it. Jake Paul isn't even fighting Floyd, but has more publicity for the fight between has more publicity between the beef between him and Floyd than Logan Paul, who's actually fighting Floyd, which is kind of wild to me. See, and this is where I get confused. Why the fuck is Floyd fighting uh, Logan? I don't think he realized there was a difference between the two. He just saw a paycheck and was like, cool, whatever. No matter to me. Logan, Cameron, Wouldn't you rather Cody, see him fight Jake? Whatever white boy name. <laughs> I think the more interesting fight is Jake because Jake is such a, 
actual good fighter. That <laughs> and also he's like really good at being annoying and being the bad guy and drawing up attention and talking shit. I thought Logan was the bad guy and Jake was the, like the, mm. the good one. Logan's like the good one. Jake is the one that snatched the hat off of Floyd Mayweather. That's the one that just knocked out a uh, old dude a f- couple weeks Masvidal. back. Masvidal. Mm-mm. Or, yeah, Masvidal. Mm-mm. That, oh, that's ben who Askren. got Ben Askren. Yeah, right. Masvidal got knocked out by Usman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben Askren. Hit him with the show. Logan is the one who did that. Logan beat up Ben Askren and he beat up Mm-mm. Jake. Jake beat up yeah. Ben Askren and Nate, and Nate Robinson. Yeah. And he also snatched Floyd's hat. Yeah, I think... Uh, why, why, what the fuck does Logan have to do with any of this? Logan has just, lost all his fights. And, uh, I think he won. No, he lost all his fights. He hasn't won a fight yet. He's fought... This will be his third fight. And he lost you the sure first You sure about two. that? I'm almost positive. I don't... I honestly can't keep up with the, these... What's his name? <clears throat> Logan Paul. What that boy's name is? Logan Paul fight record. 0-1. See? He didn't lose three... That's his professional fighting record. <laughs> he throwing in street fights. <laughs> yeah, no. They had a rematch. And who won? KSI. That's what I'm saying. He lost. So he lost <laughs> twice. He, he lost twice to this whoever the fuck. It's another, another like, YouTuber. Brit, I think it's a British YouTuber. So I guess my point is why the fuck is he fighting Logan and not Jake. Logan is the one that you said is the asshole, right? No, Jake is the one that's Jake the asshole. Jake is the one that's the asshole. Like you haven't so like, why is he not fighting the asshole? I mean, it would be bigger money. That might be what it switches into. Like, I could honestly see them strategically thinking, all three of them, like, you you knocked, the, you embarrassed my brother. Who's the older brother, actually? Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> you embarrassed my older brother. But I'm coming back. You gotta you I want revenge for what you did to my brother. I can see that. You know, and they already showed they got a little bit bad blood from snatching the hat off of him. I can see that happening. And that fight would get more money than this fight. Jake is the younger brother. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Logan is that's why I said it'd be ironic that the younger brother gotcha. is avenging the gotcha. older brother. So he'll fight the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, he beat my little brother up. I'm out here whooping everybody. Beat up my big brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. He Logan, who's fighting Floyd, is the older brother. Logan is fighting Floyd. The one that snatched the hat is Jake, who's the younger brother. And he's fighting the older brother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the younger brother, who's not even fighting up Floyd, has made more controversy and publicity for the fight than the person that's actually fighting him. And the younger brother can actually fight. Yeah, that's the one that's knocked been knocking niggas out. Okay, <clears throat> so you gonna. Oh, now I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to avenge my big brother. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> still don't care about any of this. Like, I don't even, I still, I don't even know why the Logans are famous. I think the most famous reason I know about them is because they was making videos in a suicide forest in mm-hmm. Japan, I want to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And like, people were, were pissed. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out why. It was they like on Disney Channel. Huh? It was on Disney Channel. Oh, they're Disney kids? Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't you didn't see that little video? This is Disney 
Nope. Uh, we missed that one. Nope. <laughs> that one slipped by. We playing Between shit. Snowfall and Your Honor. Like, you been watching Snowfall? No, nah, not yet. I'm about Listen, to. Nigga, ain't I'm about to. Lying. <laughs> cat. <I'm> just, <laughs> Big cat. <laughs> I'm just, I, they're finished now, so I can watch it. Mm. Uh, I'm so <laughs> excited. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, speaking of so problematic people, mm-hmm. um, did you see Tory Lanez and Chris Brown are doing a joint album? Beat my bitch with a bat. What? Beat my, my <laughs> no. Somebody was like, "There's gonna be a this album's gonna be uh, a lot of hard hard beats. It's <laughs> gonna be lots of hits and hard beats <laughs> on this, on this album." That's funny. <laughs> How do you feel about that, man? How do you feel about uh, Tory and Chris Brown doing an album? So, Tory, this got announced. I feel uncomfortable about that because I feel like there's going to be some great songs on there. <laughs> so, Tory um, put out his, uh, I think he's calling these capsules, right? Yeah. His uh, mm-hmm. R&B capsule mm-hmm. called Playboy, which I think is funny. Uh, <laughs> trolling Drake's eye, certified mm-hmm. lover boy and Playboy. <laughs> Uh, but he put out he put out this album. Uh, he did a live performance of it that got some traction on social media because it was dope. Like mm-hmm. Tori's a great artist; <laughs> he's very talented. Um, and uh, one of the singles from this capsule uh, is a song called "Feels" with Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. That almost was my song of the week. Mm. Really, really good. Controversy. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Going to the next level, goddamn it. Um, but uh, as part of the live performance and talking about that song, he made the announcement that they have a joint album coming out. Mm. So, Ooh. obviously. Wow. Tory Lanez, Chris Brown, both of them have dealt with... Um, Domestic violence situations with mm-hmm. black women. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, the the Chris Brown phenomenon is very, very, very interesting. It's almost like he's earned his way, by making music, earned mm-hmm. his way back into... Definitely. Um, ingratiating himself with the masses. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez has not yet. Nah. But what I will say... If you've listened to the music that he's put out since his whole thing with Meg, dude. Dude, bro. Shit's fucking fire. Dude, bro. It's fucking <laughs> it's, amazing. It's fucking fire. Now, given every one of them projects is about Meg. You gotta but, put out some fire. <laughs> but he has to. <clears throat> and I think this is his third project since that situation. Mm. That situation's about a year old. Yeah, at this point, yeah. He's, so he's, so that's what makes it interesting to me. I almost feel like Chris Brown is mentoring him. In a mm. sense, it's like Chris gave him the formula. It's like, fam, you need to put out, you have to make undeniable music mm-hmm. so that can't nobody say shit about your talent or anything mm-hmm. like that. Switch the focus from the situation to you still grinding, still putting out amazing shit, still doing all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is how you slowly ingratiate yourself back into people's good graces. Matter of fact, I got you, fam. Let's do an album together. Mm. Of course it's gonna be Chris Brown loved doing an album with a nigga to help him out. That's he did true. that shit with Tiger, he did that with shit with uh what's dude's name that was uh dating Eva Pickford, uh Kevin, Kevin Yeah. Kevin McCall, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I mean, I feel like Chris is one of those people who makes a lot of music. He does a lot mm-hmm. of features for folks who aren't that big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's one of them people. He's kind of like Lil Wayne. Mm. He's always going to be making music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's always doing True. features, always, you know, putting people on. Like, he's always doing that. He's not um, strategic in the same way as Drake is, where he does it. To benefit himself too, like yeah. Chris Brown just will, will hop on your fucking mm-hmm. song, <laughs> like he'll just do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like he probably got a lower asking price than someone of, of his talent deserves, probably because of yeah. his history. And so, and I also feel like he's just that kind of nigga that he just wants to make music yeah. <laughs> with, his, uh, with a bunch of people. True. He said he remembers when people used to, um, when he after he got into a situation, a lot of his friends. And people he used to do music with, or even collaborations that he had lined up, like he was all dried out. Mm-hmm. And he don't fuck with those people now. But just remembering how um, when he needed people in collaborations the most, or even a tour, um, he didn't mention Usher's name, but that's the first mm. thought that came to my head <coughs> yeah. because Usher canceled. Uh, the so tour he probably really want that versus right that he had scheduled with Usher. <laughs> That's why Usher won't do the verse. So I could see him like really resonating and seeing um, what Tory might be going through. Mm. The only way that this works, though, the only way that this works is if Chris Brown believes that Tory is innocent. Yeah. That's the only way this works. Chris Brown cannot be a rehab project for Tory Lanez. He can't do that. It has to be a situation where... He is convinced that Tory is innocent. Yeah. It has to be that. You can't. I mean, yeah. look, this will be the third huge name affiliated with Tory after that situation. Lil Wayne, the baby, Chris Brown. Well, that baby one was a little tricky, right? Because he it was tricky. said he made the song before <clears throat> all this shit happened. So, like. Okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> we could we could, we could give him that. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, to me that's the biggest part of this cuz Chris Brown is public they're not letting him do <laughs> they're not fuck it, they might let him do it. They're mm-hmm. never talking about putting no shit. They're never talking about their relationship publicly if mm-hmm. If Tory is on a, a a rehab of his image, right? Like if he did some wild mm-hmm. shit and he's trying to repair that image, he can't be affiliated with Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. If he didn't do anything, or if he's quote unquote innocent, then he can fuck with Chris Brown just because they can bond over having being ostracized in the music business. But Chris Brown really beat someone up, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So like his rehab was a little bit different. True, and in his and position right now, he was wrong exactly. from the start. You cannot be, you can't you 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 can't be Michael Vick now. Like you can't go help Pitbull. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> like this, this, you you can't. Um. So yeah, that, that I, I don't know. All of that is interesting to me. Tory Lanez and Chris Brown. It's gonna be an amazing album. Yeah, you listening? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> and we know of albums you play this music. You're home. Your neighbors gonna know you toxic. <laughs> I mean. Hey, <laughs> 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 I don't know which way we take. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but I definitely am going to listen mm, okay. if it comes out. Fair enough. Um, that's going to be some fall time music, though. 
these niggas cannot put this out this summer. That would be too much. America, like the world, we coming off a pandemic. Like we just <laughs> now getting back outside. Mm. Do you know how many children uh. will be born? Like, do you know how much wildness will be going on outside to these two niggas? Yeah, like you can't. And Chicago's opening up on Dude, July fourth. Man, by no. July fourth, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. They have to either wait for the fall, or, or something. Mm. They gotta. They have to be responsible. <laughs> they they have to be responsible definitely. Um yeah, they they definitely have to be responsible. All right, I have a um I have a note here about Luminary to remind you about Luminary. Mm, yes. Are you willing to pay for Luminary to hear the Dave Chappelle podcast? No. Uh, is there any amount no. you would pay to hear the Dave Chappelle podcast? Just off rip? Mm? No. Why? Cuz I don't know how good it is. You don't know how good most things are. You pay for it to you after you pay for it. That is a lie. So if they got like, if they, <clears throat> not necessarily. Like uh, when you go to the movies, you don't know how good it is until after you've watched it to you. Well, you might know to other people's standards, but not to your own. But I'm not paying for the movie to be good. I, mean, I said movie theater. That's what I'm saying. The, yeah. the movie theater. I'm not, I'm okay. not, my money isn't going to the expectation of the movie being good. My money is going to. The popcorn, and you know what I mean. It's going to the ambiance. Does that make sense? <clears throat> like the because I can also watch a bad movie at home. Like that's not mm-hmm. the thing that's going to make the uh, prospect of the movie being good or bad mm-hmm. is not what makes me spend my money. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't make sense to me as a consumer. Okay, I get what you're saying. If I'm going to pay $20, I feel like that's definitely what the price is at this point. Mm-hmm. Before I even get to the popcorn and the soda and the candies, I got to feel like it's going to be a good movie. So I think that's probably why I only tend to go to theater to see movies I know are going to be pretty good. Like How do you Aven- know that? Avengers movies, <laughs> okay, Marvel yeah. movies, things yeah, of that yeah, nature. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that the pandemic, I think, has changed. Like... I'm sorry. I like watching movies in my house. Mm-hmm. I really do. <laughs> like yeah. that, that shit is fun. I also see the, uh, like it's fun to go to the movie theaters as well. Right. But mm-hmm. like the standard, I think for our lives has always been movies, movie theater, unless it's some shit you already seen and already like, you're just going to run it back in the DVD player or VHS. Mm-hmm. Right. Nowadays though, like I think I would be I would be way more upset if I went to the movie theaters and saw a bad movie than seeing a bad movie in my home. Because mm. I done got out the house, I done mm-hmm. spent more money on food than I did for the ticket. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That that would yeah. piss me off more. But if I have if my default is watching movies at home, then I randomly yeah fuck it. I don't give a fuck if this movie is bad. I'll go to the theater. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, would you pay? I think I am. Oh, this is the other thing, too. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay off rip or just initially. You want to hear? I got to see if it's good. Yeah, you want It's basically how you watch TV shows. Yep, exactly. Okay. I have enough faith in Chappelle as a speaker and as an entertainer for it to be compelling off rip. Compelling? Yes. Worth how much they're charging? I don't know. If it's also, over is it, eight dollars, I'm not paying for it though. So here's my other question: Is this um, 
Luminary, are they? Is it a subscription service? Yeah. Or a membership service? So are we paying Dave or are we paying Luminary? You're paying Luminary. It's yeah, like Spotify. Fuck that. Where you give them that. your money and they give the talent the money. No, they can kiss my ass. I'm not doing that. Why? Because we don't know what Dave's cut is. We don't know if it's going to be good or not. We don't. We don't know any of that. I don't think they. I'm assuming Dave Chappelle, as an unproven commodity in podcasting, outside of him being on other people's podcasts, is probably getting damn near close to what Joe Rogan's getting. Yeah. So I'm like. Which is underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm, I'm sure saying. he's getting his fair share. Do you think that's a fair share? If he if if Dave Chappelle is getting the same bag as Joe Rogan, you think that's a fair share? Yeah. You know why? Because you always hit him up on the second contract for more money. So like he can get even more once the numbers come in. I got you. Like to start off on on the biggest podcaster level is How does nothing Lula- like. So and then they also have they also have options I guess for their formatting right like I'm assuming the full episode with video is probably only going to be exclusively available on Luminary. I didn't even know they did video on Luminary. I don't know if they do either. Oh, okay. I'm saying (laughs) my guess is like the most um, intimate version of the content that Dave creates is probably going to be exclusively available on Luminary, but. I'm also assuming if they're trying to drive people to Luminary, then they're going to put clips out. They're going to put, they're probably going to have a YouTube page. They're probably going to do, you know what I mean? They're going to have other ways to digest the content. Yeah. And that, if that content is good, then potentially you will drive people to paying for the subscription. There's very few things. There's very, very few things that I will get a whole subscription for for one thing. Mm. The Joe Budden podcast and Spotify, except I already have Spotify. I just never used. I had a Spotify account. I literally never used it since I got title. Mm. So I had like I have Spotify, but I literally never opened the app until the Joe Budden podcast was only there. Mm hmm. Also, if the Joe Budden Cup podcast was available in other places at that time, I still would have never opened Spotify, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't like Spotify for podcasts in general, so I get it. It's, it's, it's really, really bad. I still don't even think I can watch Rogan's video on the podcast app. <laughs> like, it's it's trash. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Spotify. But, um, yeah, if I, I'm not paying $3.99 a month. Just for Dave Chappelle's one unproven show a week, like you're gonna have to, much. you're gonna have to do a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's weird, but I'm assuming they're gonna advertise it. They're gonna put out clips. They're gonna, you know, saying so they're gonna do their due diligence to make sure that it reaches the right ears. The other thing about podcasting too, <clears throat> and this I feel comfortable in saying is a universal truth: podcasts are bad in the beginning. True. All of the podcasts that I'm a fan of to this day, they were not that good in the beginning. <laughs> they got, they had to learn. Very true. Ours included. <laughs> like it's, it's, that's, that's, that's a universal truth for podcasts, man. Like all of them were not that mm. good in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so Dave is going to have to find his own. Now, of course, this, this is his medium. I think comedians have, um, 
the easiest transition into podcasts because yeah. it's just talking at the end of the day. I wonder what kind of podcast he's going to have, though. Me too. Uh, I think he has a co-host. Uh, oh, Talib Kweli is the co-host. Yeah, I forgot about that. That changes. Okay, because I was like, is it going to be more like a Bill Burr? More like that Rogan, where it's interviews. Now you want me to pay $8? Okay. Uh, so you, it Give was me the a Kweli part you wasn't sure about. Well, huh? because you actually have to podcast. If you have a, mm-hmm. a co-host, you have to... You, you kind of have to understand how this works a little mm-hmm. bit. If you're just ranting and rambling and just recording your thoughts, that you don't have to have podcast skills. You don't have to develop podcast skills. Who would you pay to listen to an unproven podcast for? One of the people on my list, why you think of your answer. Tata. For me, would be uh, Vince Staples. Why Tata? And for those who don't know, that's Jay-Z's homie. Yeah. Because allegedly did me. a bid a bid for him, so Jay Z can continue his rap. You just rap. told me why. <laughs> you you want to hear that, prison stories? I want to hear prison stories. I want to hear Jay Z stories. Uh, yeah. I want to hear Tata stories because Tata is a wild boy. Like, I, and his perspective, being someone who has grown with his homie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like, like his outlook on life has got to be fucking interesting as shit. I would pay I feel like we wouldn't get true stories though. Well, probably not. That's the only thing that would suck about that. But if you're paying for it, if you put it behind the podcast, uh, Kareem Biggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you would have a good podcast. Yeah. Paul's brother. (laughs) That's what we calling him now. Um, yeah, that would be an interesting podcast. I feel like it wouldn't be a lot of long, longevity with that, though, because I feel mm-hmm. like Biggs is probably more story-based. Mm-hmm. Tata, I would be interested in his perspective on the world. Like, So would you, <laughs> like, if he did a, maybe a six-part podcast where he does, like, a audio biography? Tata? Mm-hmm. Yeah. you do something like that. Okay. Why? They don't really do those yet, do they? <laughs> I think they do. So the world of podcasts is actually a lot bigger than I even knew. Mm. It's all kinds of shit. Some people no, I remember like, oh, that would be a super dope podcast. Not of the superstars in rap, but like the off, out of the spotlight characters of hip hop. Like like a Tata or, you know, people Steven of that Tyler. nature. Who? Steven Tyler, Pusha T's manager. Steven Victor? Steven Victor, Steven Tyler. That's the nigga from the, uh, he's a rock star. Uh, Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, something like that would be cool. Yeah. You know. Get, like, um, Will, uh, Wiz Khalifa's manager from way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the nigga that's Currency's partner in Atlanta. That's, yeah. Like, those perspectives cool would be cool. That like, would be cool as shit. That's... Uh, I'm not gonna give him that idea, but yeah, I would I would listen to that. Yeah, <clears throat> those um, are, and those people are probably either they'll be willing to speak because they really don't get a spotlight because they don't have that opportunity, or they don't want to talk at all. And that's why they're not in the spotlight. So exactly. So yeah. either way, putting them in front of them yeah, <laughs> would, yeah. be, would be kind of dope. Yeah. Um, damn. What are, What are some other uh, dream podcast mashups that that could that? Uh, that you would pay for mashups, mashups. Are it got to be the brilliant idiots of Joe Budden podcast. Brilliant idiots, Joe Budden. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, flagrant two Joe Budden podcast. Well, no, Charlamagne. Don't, oh, he's with me. Yeah, I want to. 
I guess they had a bit of a crossover podcast, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't. And they should have definitely, I think because they were, because it was some actual tension, they didn't monetize the beef the way they should have. Mm. They didn't capitalize on it. And I think they figured out and squashed whatever real tension there mm. was um, too late. Mm-hmm. Or they figured out that part too late to really take advantage of the fact that they actually were, there was some beef. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Maybe a Joe Budden tax stone part two. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I didn't necessarily mean mashups, but podcasts that would make you pay for them. Mm. So I would pay for a Dave Chappelle rant uh, format. Okay. Podcast. I would pay for a Tata podcast. Mm -hmm. I would pay for, like you were talking about, the offbeat hip hop people that just been around in hip-hop forever mm-hmm. and, and haven't really talked. I would, I would pay for that. <clears throat> um, the list is not huge. Yeah, for me, it's uh, definitely Vince Staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find him extremely things. entertaining. I've never seen him do anything not entertaining. <laughs> Facts. It's like just kind of comes out of his pores. It's so natural. He's not, Honestly, not even trying. He reminds me of Ish a little bit. Mm. Where Ish don't really be trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes he be dead-ass serious. But it's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Vince is on that on that short list for sure. Um, Are there any other... Who else? <coughs> hmm. I would want to see. Oh, no, that's not a good podcast. Yeah, I don't know. For me, that's pretty much it. I don't have it. Like I said, I don't have a super huge list. That's not. That's not a lot of people. Um. All right, I think I'm running out of topics, man. Yes, I think time. it's time to uh, time to get out of here. I just want to reiterate one more time before we get into songs of the week. Um, we got a Patreon, man. Patreon.com/slash the self med pod. Make sure you go sign up. Make sure you get those gifts and donations going. Become an intern. Become a resident. Become an attending physician. Donations. Gifts. Donations. Gifts. Gifts. And remember, the first five attending physicians get a free T-shirt, just like the one I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Actually, we, we only might got let y'all one pick size. <laughs> You don't wear a large on the table. Right. Bro. You better be a large person. No, I'm just um, so yeah, that's that's that. Patreon.com slash the self med pod. Um <clears throat> let's see. Uh I'm just going through the list one more time. Luminary, Grey Vagina Hairs, Bill and Melinda Gates, Mayweather, Lands of Grizz Brown. All right, yeah. I think we are ready for songs of the week. Do you um oh wait. Are we bringing back the cream pie songs? Mm, we want to make a cream pie call? We're doing so good. We have to bring them back. Is the new J. Cole song your cream pie song? No, it's not. But it's... um. How did you feel about that song? We haven't talked about music in weeks. Also, hasn't been any good music that came out My in analysis weeks. of this song is going to be real short. I did not listen to the whole song, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Are you, do you fuck with J. Cole? I used to. But now, 
I feel like I just can't really get with his music like that. I'll say this. This is what I will say. I will say that it's getting harder and harder for Kendrick to hold on to the best rapper throne. Mm. Because J. Cole and Drake, his two mainstream competition, have put out five albums between them since his last one. (laughs) I guess the thing he has over them is his albums are always better than theirs. Okay. But they've put out five of them (laughs) since his last one. And it's really at this point, it's not even a quality point that I'm making. It's just that in the minds of people... Exactly, in the minds of people, longevity yeah. even. Yeah. Because, like, you could be a, I don't know, body of work is better worth than, than uh, longevity. Mm. But at a certain point, like, fam, <coughs> people are just going to forget how good you are if you're not putting shit out. Jay Electronica is a perfect example. I think it was a lot of people who just kind of was like, uh, uh, kind of forgot about him or mm. removed him out of certain uh, Especially because he's always lists. talking about the albums dropping and shit. Yep. Um, so yeah, Kendrick, uh, Kendrick better, better, he better do something because mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be real soon. Especially if Certified Lover Boy come out and this J Cole project come out and they're both fire before Kendrick puts something out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know which one to do. <laughs> um, all right, who's going first? I can go first. All right, bet. All right. Um, my song is from a hip hop legend. Trippy Red. I mean, it's from another <laughs> hip hop, a West Coast hip hop legend, not a Midwest. <laughs> Trippy Red's a Midwest um, legend from a West Coast legend that we all are familiar with. Um, featuring an artist that's you know <clears throat> is getting more recognition over the last few years. Uh, Mozzie. This is. Mm. A, Snoop Dogg song featuring Mozzie called Gang Signs. Shout out to Mozzie. Get the peep, A hundred million later, and I'm still on that G shit. Been all around the world on my LBC shit. Two, one, three, click. Wish they could see this. Recognize game when it's in your face. And when I pull up, all you hear is everlasting face. Say what up to my young life. Give that to the G's. Kiss some aunties and mamas. That's happy to see. Snoopy D go double where you been? On Highway 110, doing 110. Back in the building like I forgot something. Mechanics on the beach, you know it not what From dipping and sliding, cripping and riding, sitting on candy paint. Dressing and finessing, looking like a blessing, making all the hoes faint. The dog, 415s with the zap on my lap. Riding through the ghetto, all you hear is the slides. Everybody, throwing up gang signs. Throwing up gang signs. 415s with the zap on my lap. Riding through the ghetto, all you hear is the slide. Everybody, throwing up gang signs. Throwing up gang signs. Four nick shells, something fat on my lap. 
Couple suckers that'll tell you how I cracked on they hat. Couple suckers that'll tell you we ain't dishing out passes. Couple suckers that ain't hearing weird piss on they ashes. Yeah, twisting up my finger, signal signal like the blinkers. Get you hit with all these blinky nips, he's screaming out the speakers. Hit me on my beeper if it's urgent or you tweaking. Free my little bruh from Kiefer. If he's snitching, you can keep it. Yeah, shut it, pink slip if you ain't leased him. Nigga, shut up. I just stuck my dick all in the mouth, she acting stuck up. Why they do the most on Instagram but never run up? Probably cause I'm rhyme with that yeeky, I got one up. Yeah, membership. Acts about the minds, these niggas business shit. Benefits. Profit off they work, cause that's what business is. Attentive. All I heard was dividends. I'm all in on bloods. We put in labor with caters and what no calling in. Fifteens with the zap on my lap Riding through the ghetto All you hear is the slaps Everybody Throwing up gang signs Throwing up gang signs Four fifteens with the zap on my lap Riding through the ghetto All you hear is the slaps Everybody Throwing up gang signs Throwing up gang signs Still sipping gin and juice While smoking marijuana I bet you never blew with Obama Crip walking with my homegirl Martha while I'm passing joints to Madonna Who wanna smoke with Snoop? Let's have a smoke or two Puff, puff, pass That's what real smokers do You were smoking on Gary Payton I was smoking with Gary Payton We not the same, stop hating Triple gold Dayton's and the walls is white Never made it to the league But live a baller's life Rest in peace Kobe and Gigi LA ain't been the same Since we lost to homie Nipsey Pull out a little liquor for pop and while you at it, say a prayer for the homie Doc. When Snoop drop, I make the world go crazy. It still ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. I got four fifteens with the zap on my lap. Riding through the ghetto, all you hear is the slap. Everybody throwing up gang signs. Throwing up gang signs. Four fifteens with the zap on my lap. Riding through the ghetto, all you hear is the slap. Everybody. Another one of those Bay Area slappers. Bread and hand, cheese and crackers. You understand what I'm saying? Big Boss Dog. The mechanics. <laughs> What's happening, Fab? It's a dope era we living in, man. Hey, if you don't understand that, you don't understand nothing. You in dig what I mean? We just chopping game right now, man, with the zap, man. I got the zap board in my hand. Tuning this shit to... Hey, turn that bass up a little bit, like... Yeah. Uh-huh. Turn them highs down, right? Yeah, right there. Yeah. Now bring that hook back. Bring that shit back, loco. Come on. I got four fifteens with the zap on my lap. Yes, sir. Riding through the ghetto, all you hear is the slap. Everybody. Throwing up gang signs. My niggas throwing up gang signs. Four fifteens with the zap on my lap. Riding through the ghetto, all you hear is the slap. Everybody. Throwing up gang signs. My niggas throwing up gang signs. All right, that was gang signs. By Snoop featuring Mozzie. That was a banger. I wasn't mad at that. That was some definitely. It goes some hard in the car. The bass is real yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. That shit sounds like it should. That's some outside music. Whew. All right, man. In honor of us going to the next level, I'm gonna Uh-oh. play a Tory Lane song for my song of the week. Um, when you hear this song. This could be a Dirty Mac anthem. This could be a Hurt Nigga anthem. Mm. This could be, um, I don't know. Domestic it's just violence a very, nigga anthem. No, it's just okay. a very, I don't. 
it's just a very relatable mm. song that is that is uh you'll you'll get what I mean. Like it's some fuckboy shit, mm. it's some dirty Mac shit, mm. but it's also some damn, we've all kind of been there mm. <laughs> type shit too. Let's At the same this time. This like. is um this is deceiving Eve off of uh Tory Lane's Playboy. Forget that shit. I mean, at the start, I thought about letting this go. Adam and Eve, I know they wish they never did that shit. And we're still in the garden. But some things we just have to let go. Chokes on me. I gave up all this pussy cat that's in my lap. No looking back and watch you leave from me. But it's a joke on me or you, cause that new nigga that you got, he's not fleeing. He's not fleeing. Not only that, he's not me. He's not me. You believe at times I mistakes what your worth is. I believe all I did was try to show you purpose. We believe, we believe. If we would have met different times of life, then this shit would have been perfect. But it's imperfect, baby And is it worth it, baby? Calling me perfect, baby And then just turning around and bringing me down like I'm worthless, baby Man, you got the nerve to snap at me When I bring it up to the surface, baby I mean, the double standard, it get crazy The double standard, it get wild I wanted you to have my fucking baby Now I'm standing with this crooked smile Cause that other nigga make you smile Do that other nigga make you crazy Cause these other niggas, they be hating Got your body. I heard another nigga got your soul. I know another nigga got his soul up. Song in your body, shorty, it be scrolling. Beat the pussy till it's swollen. Give a fuck who I open. Sipping don't be, got us open. If you're honey, bust it open. Baby, trust me, I'm chosen. I don't stress the odds. Cause with all the odds against me, I still thought that I was better than we thought. I don't question God. Well, God, why did you have to give us someone better than me? Knife inside my heart and it keeps stabbing. Embarrassing at times that I was bragging. Through all the embarrassment, I want you back in, back in, back in. Oh, no.
Yeah. Shout out to Partisan Fontaine. Yeah, that was um <laughs> that was Tory Lane's Deceiving Eve off of Playboy, the R and B capsule. Song. It's a really good song. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front. That whole album is good. <laughs> he keeps releasing good music. He keeps doing good, really good, good problematic good. fave. It's um the problem too about it, which doesn't help anything, is all of these albums are about Meg. Mm. All of these songs, all of the albums, they're all about her. So that doesn't help. But that mm-hmm. also lets you know that nigga did it. He did it. He did. He fell away about the mm-hmm. situation. <laughs> and he giving it up about the situation. Mm-hmm. In the last three projects I heard, he's been, yeah. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say shout out to Tory Lanez, but <laughs> it's a good record. <laughs> it's a good record. Um, all right. Anything else we need to get to? I think it's Anything a wrap. We missed? I think it's a wrap, bro. Yeah, we gotta let you go get some sleep, man. We need you. Nigga been well up rested. for twenty seven hours. Yeah, we need you well rested, man. All right, so um, in case you haven't heard yet, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash the self med pod. Uh three dollars a month gets you the episode a day early. Fifteen dollars a month gets you episodes early, bonus clips, full episode video, over the counter, and the first five of y'all also get a t shirt. Let's go. Self medicated podcast. Donations. Donations. Gifts. 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 Run them in. Run them in. Bring them in. You already know what it is. Self-medicated podcast. I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. A.k.a. Young Wastradamus, a.k.a. Mortgage Friedman, a.k.a. Foy Mayweather. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter. A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder, A.K.A. The Black Kevin Sorbo, A.K.A. Young Black Hercules, A.K.A. The Strongest Nigga You Know. Let's go. A.K.A. The Light Skin Kevin Samuel. Uh, who the hell do you think you was talking to coming on my phone talking to me like that? I don't know what the fuck you thought this was. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and that's actually one of the polls on the on the, uh, on the the Patreon, too, who got the best uh, uh, podcast, A.K.A. So y'all go to the Patreon and go 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 vote for who got the best What kind AKAs. of poll is this? You already know. <laughs> self-medicated, uh, self-medicated podcast. We out. <laughs>